Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Causality and a Cost Semantics for Neural Networks, published by Scott Viteri on August 21, 2023 on the AI Alignment Forum. Epistemic status, I time-box this idea to three days of effort. So any calculations are pretty sloppy, and I haven't looked into any related works. I probably could have done much better if I knew anything about circuit complexity. There are some totos and an unfinished last section. If you are interested in this content and want to pick up where I have left off I'll gladly add you as a collaborator to this post. Here is a tech tree for neural networks. I conjecture, based on admittedly few experiments, that the simplest implementation of any node in this tree includes an implementation of its parents, given that we are writing programs starting from the primitives plus, and relu. An especially surprising relationship, to me, is that if statements are best implemented downstream of division. Introduction. While discussing with my friend Anthony Corso, an intriguing idea arose. Maybe we can define whether program P1 causes P2 in the following way. Given a neural network that mimics P1, how easy is it to learn a neural network which mimics the behavior of P2? This proposition is intriguing because it frames causality as a question about two arbitrary programs, and reduces it to a problem of program complexity. Suppose that P1 and P2 are written in a programming language P, and let Pops represent P extended with Ops as primitive operations. We define a complexity function CPOPSR, which takes a program in the extended language and returns a real number representative of the program's complexity for some fixed notion of complexity. Let's define the degree to which P1 causes P2 as the minimum complexity achievable by a program P from PP1 such that P is extensionally equal, equal for all inputs, to P2. If P2 is the set of all P and Pobs plus P1 that are extensionally equal to P2, then causes P1, P2 equals mint P2CP. We can also use this definition in the approximate case, considering the minimum complexity achievable by programs P such that EPX P2X2 less than epsilon with respect to some L1 integrable probability measure. We can define a particular complexity function C that represents the cost of executing a program. We can estimate this quantity by looking at the program's abstract syntax tree, AST, in relation to some cost model of the primitive operations in the language. For this exploration, we have chosen the Lambda calculus as the language. Lambda calculus is a minimalist Lisp-like language with just a single type, which in our case we will think of as floating point numbers. The notation is simple, lambda abstraction is represented as lambda xx, and function application as, fg, which is not the same as fg in most other languages. How I would like people to engage with this work. By writing ops in your favorite programming language. By circumventing my proposed tech tree, by reaching a child without reaching a parent and using fewer, or equal, number of operations. By training some neural networks between these programs, and seeing how difficult it is to learn one program after pre-training on another. Cost semantics. Definition. We define the cost of operations and expressions in the following manner. Ops op equals 1, for any operation op in ops op c equals 0, for any floating point constant c ops x equals 0, for any variable x ops, lambda x e equals ops e ops, f g equals ops f plus ops g. For operations of higher arity, we have ops op x1 dot xn equals ops op plus i ops 11. The selected operations for a neural network are ops equals, plus, relu. Basic operations and warm-up. Let's take a few examples to demonstrate this cost calculus. To derive subtraction, we first create negation neg. Ops neg, equals, ops, lambda x minus 1x, equals, ops, minus 1x equals, ops, plus, ops minus 1, plus, ops x, equals 1 plus 0 plus 0 equals 1. 
the cost of subtraction, is then. Ops, equals, ops, lambda xy plus x, neg y, equals, ops plus, plus, ops, neg y, equals 1 plus 1 equals 2. The cost of the square operation is. Ops square, equals, ops, lambda xxx, equals, ops, xx, equals, ops, equals 1. With this, we have a framework for extending the ops function to more complex operations, providing a robust way to estimate the cost of various neural network operations. As we proceed, we will apply this framework to understand the complexity and causality in a neural network. One crucial note in these calculations is that each time we find an equivalent program using the primitives, we can extend the domain of the ops function to include it. For instance, after calculating neg, it now acts as a base case. In this sense, ops is intended to be an upper bound. If we come up with another representation of an operation later that is less expensive, we can replace it as a base case in ops. It might be necessary to propagate such changes downstream in ops for consistency. As we proceed, let's explore the cost of a few more operations. The cost of a cube operation can be calculated as follows. Ops, cube x, equals, ops, xx, x, equals, ops, plus, ops, xx, plus, ops x, equals 1 plus 1 plus 0 equals 2. Interestingly, this case highlights why we are using a fixed arity for each operation. If we allowed asterisk to be nary, then we could say, ops, cube x, equals, ops, xxx, equals 1 and the same would apply to higher n. This seems similar to unbounded finine circuits, so maybe it leads to a reasonably consistent but relatively unphysical system. Since float is our only data type, we will use the sign of p to represent whether it is true. For the absolute function abs, we calculate the cost as abs equals lambda x plus relu x relu neg x ops abs equals ops lambda x plus relu x relu neg x equals ops plus plus ops relu plus ops relu plus ops neg equals 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 4. In this ops calculation, I have started using nre plus as a transformation of the syntax. While it maintains many properties, it doesn't preserve ops itself. Hence, if we were to run ops on ops, we would not use this notational convenience. Greater than equals lambda xy, xy, and, less than equals lambda xy, yx, ops greater than equals, ops less than equals 1. Epsilon equals lambda xy epsilon less than, abs, dash xy, epsilon, ops epsilon, equals, plus, ops less than ops abs, ops dash, equals, plus 157, equals 13. And composition, equals lambda fgxf, gx, ops, equals, ops, f, gx, equals, ops f, plus, ops g, equals 0 plus 0 equals 0. Building out the tech tree. We want if statements. Adding case statements into our programming language allows for greater expressiveness. A simple instance of this would be the if operation, if pxy. If we had a step function, 0 if x less than 0 else 1, we could write if as a convex combination of cases x and y. Namely, if pxy, equals, let, b, step p, plus, bx, minus 1 b, y, where, ops, let, x e 1, e, equals, plus, ops e 1, ops e. Then, ops if, equals, plus, ops step, 3. However, a step function is discontinuous, and we only have continuous primitives. So we multiply relu by a large constant and add it to a shifted negated version of itself, and it looks like an approximate version of a step function. 
I am calling it right step because the positive slope section occurs to the right of zero. Shift equals, F, lambda x, xc, ops shift, equals, ops, equals 2. Right step equals, lambda mx let, mr, m, relu x, plus mr, shift, neg mr, invm, ops right step, equals, ops, list relu plus shift neg inv, equals, ops inv, plus 6. For convenience, I am writing, ops ops, for a list of ops so I can just sum them. Remember that negative numbers represent falsity and positive numbers represent truth, so I would like zero to represent a perfect balance between the two. Though it is not strictly necessary to do so, I will write step which shifts right step to be centered around zero. Step equals, lambda mx shift, right step mx minus 0.5 meters, ops step, equals, ops, list shift right step, equals, plus 9, ops inv. Division. Given that division can be expressed as multiplication with the inverse, div equals, lambda xyx, invy, with, ops div, equals, plus 1, ops inv, we can focus on inv. At this point, things start to get interesting. How can you use multiplication, addition, and relu to get division? One might consider using a geometric series since gx equals 1x1 equals 1 plus x plus x2 plus x3 plus, so g1x equals 1x. However, this approach only converges for minus 1 less than x less than 1. And even if we could do this, sometimes it converges slowly, since gx, n equals ni equals xn plus 1 1x1, so error x, n equals xn plus 1x1. If x equals 12, then convergence to float 32 precision will take 32 steps. In general, we are solving 2 to 32 equals xn n equals 32 asterisk log 2 locks, which for x equals 34 and 77. A search on the internet for how to compute inverses and division gives Newton's method, which finds a zero of a differentiable function f by using an initial guess xn, and picks an xn plus 1 such that a line with slope fxn, and value fxn would intercept the x-axis at xn plus 1. The nice thing about inverses in the context of Newton's method is that they cancel out under the division. Let fx equals x1a. Then xn plus 1 equals xn x1 n a x2 n equals xn xn plus a asterisk x2 n equals xn 2 xn. Each iteration of Newton's method only uses subtraction and multiplication. With Newton's method, the number of correct digits squares each time. Hence, we have, ops inv, equals, 5 4, equals 20. If statements finally, logic, and causality calculations. So, after our previous analysis, we find that, ops div, equals 21 and, ops step, equals, plus 9, ops inv, equals 29. Therefore, we have, ops if, equals, plus, ops step, 3, equals 32. Now we can use if to generate logical connectives, expect negation which is the same as neg with one operation. Causality calculations on booleans. Toto, then do causality calculations for nor or, if and. Derivative estimation. The addition of division into our arsenal of operations also opens the door to employing Newton's method when we have access to the derivative, allowing us to find zeros of differentiable functions, such as polynomials. Moreover, division gives us the ability to estimate gradients even when we don't have a closed form. For some small fixed h, we can define gradient estimation grad equals lambda fx div, dash, f, plus xh, fx, h. The operation cost for this gradient estimation is, ops grad, equals, ops, list div, plus, equals, plus 21 to 1, equals 24. Armed with this gradient estimation, 
we can simulate a gradient descent step using descend equals lambda x mu, x, asterisk mu, grad fx the operation cost for the gradient descent step is, ops descend, equals, ops, list, grad, equals, plus 2124, equals 27. Given the cost of these operations, the decision to minimize some functions using n steps of descent with, 27n, operations depends on the cost of your alternatives. Returning to the central topic of causality, within the context of the programming language lambda calculus plus, plus, relu, we can finally state that, lambda xx, causes, lambda x2x, more than, lambda x2x, causes, lambda xx, because ops, lambda x2x, equals 1 and ops, lambda x div x2, equals 21. Note that we did not explicitly utilize p1 as a primitive when determining the complexity of p2, since ops p1 equals ops p2 equals 1. Thus, adding p1 as a cost 1 base case to ops would have been superfluous. But hopefully the algorithm is clear. Causality via an approximation. Power series versus piecewise linear and an aside on recursion. Maybe at this point you are thinking that many of these representations of functions are silly, a neural network will just end up fitting everything in a piecewise linear fashion. And I think that may be true, especially for basic examples in small networks. But I could imagine that a larger neural network will end up learning efficient data structures for common operations, and maybe we can predict when which data structures will arise based on their relative numbers of operations. Let's think about X specifically. Now, I would like to discuss the case where we are not considering equality but rather the fidelity of the approximation to P2. We can then compare the expected error of a piecewise linear fit, TODO. Consider this problem, I can envision using several different representations of a function inside a neural network. Take x as an example, which can be expressed as x equals 1 plus x plus x 22 exclamation mark plus x 33 exclamation mark plus dot equals sigma 9. We can approximate it as follows. Dec equals lambda x x 1 equals lambda x plus x 1, Hence opsdec equals 1. Ops fact 0 equals 0. Ops facti equals ops lambda x asterisk 11 plus ops fact dech equals 1 plus ops fact dech equals 2. So, ops facti equals 2 times i because ops sums with recursive calls. However, this calculation seems to violate our language's current assumptions for two reasons, recursion and pattern matching. We just used recursion, though we never defined recursion in your programming language. However, it's not a problem in principle because you can use y equals lambda f lambda x f 20 lambda x f 20, which allows you to find a fixed point, yfn equals f yfn. However, this approach explodes with normal order evaluation, leading us to question what exactly we are attempting to accomplish. Are we aiming to create more of a static analysis function ops that runs on your program p before running p, or are we crafting a dynamic ops that expands slash runs as much of p as necessary to compute ops of a recursive function? If the latter, why not just see how long p takes to run? Notably, ops can use symbolic rewriting with respect to previously calculated programs to short-circuit the ops computation, which might be quite helpful. It would be nice if ops could be differentiable, since it's built out of case statements and recursion, which are, in themselves, case statements, and we just demonstrated how to make case statements differentiable by representing them in this language. Then we could use gradients to search for a minimum length program equivalent to a baseline program the Y Combinator could assist us in calculating ops symbolically. Let's express the factorial in the Y Combinator style, where it takes its own recursive call as a parameter f. Fact equals if I serap 1 asterisk and f deacon. And fact equals u fact, such that fact continues to be applied until it reaches the termination condition. Expressed this way, without syntactic sugar, 
it's evident that we neglected to count the cost of the termination condition check ICERO, which was being covered by pattern matching. This observation brings us back to the significance of being precise when defining ops over our programs, to ensure that we are adhering to the specific program language primitive ops and p-ops. I made another mistake when I wrote ops fact ni equals ops pi ni equals 0 i equals sigma ni equals 0 1 plus ops e equals n plus 1. The issue is that pi ni equals 0 i is not yet in our programming language, so it's not precise enough with respect to our primitive operations. For example, does it mean to iterate linearly through the sequence, or does it mean to multiply disjoint pairs recursively in a balanced merge tree? These interpretations would yield different ops values, and ops should be deterministic given a specific AST and a particular set of estimates for the costs of other operations. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.